Yo, this is episode 69 of Invite the Neighbors, released on 420. How awesome. This is also the um, one-year anniversary of the podcast. Our first episode was released on April 13th of 2019, and I recorded this episode on April 13th of 2020 with the first band I ever interviewed, Past Life, in Philadelphia. Um, we caught up over Discord, had a few laughs, did some bullshitting, answered some, you know, a few actual questions. Overall, just had a good time. Check out Past Life um, and all the social media, Spotify. They got a few uh, records out, and they just finished a new record that will be coming out sometime soon. I'm not sure yet when, but um, right after this intro is a song by Past Life called Cardiac, and then once that is over, the podcast will abruptly ensue. Um, if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash invite the neighbors. Um, any little thing you can pledge helps. Um, if I get enough people, I might be able to start posting video episodes through Zoom. Um, that's kind of my next goal. So, yep, really appreciate that. Um, share the podcast, rate, review on iTunes if you listen over there. It really helps. Um, other than that, hopefully you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, and um, yeah, enjoy the episode.
here with past life from Philly, motherfuckers. And, and we can see each other on video, but uh, people listening to the podcast are not gonna. They're not gonna see us, unfortunately. We could not figure out how to do it, sadly. But the reason for people who haven't listened to um, all sixty-eight episodes leading up, this is episode sixty-nine, by the way. Yeah, but uh, it's April thirteenth, twenty twenty, right now, and April thirteenth, twenty nineteen, was the first episode I released for this podcast, and it was with these fine gentlemen. Wow. Nice. Yeah, so it's it's cool, dude. It's it's happy one year anniversary. Yeah, thanks, man. It's been really uh interesting. Some of the things that have happened, you know, I've met so many, so many fucking people. Yeah, really? I'd imagine. Like, I hate doing these Discord episodes for the most part, just because I really prefer like the in person interaction, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it is what it is. I'm glad that, you know, it's cool that like you guys were all available and we could actually set something up and, and do this on the actual day that the episode was released. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, I want to hear about like what what have you guys like in the last year? What have you guys been up to as a band? Any new stuff or? Uh, well, we finished our album that we were working on last year. Um, Dope. And we went on a couple tours and... Uh, we're definitely gearing up to start promotion and figuring out how to release the album. And then COVID-19 struck and here we are abandoning Woo! everything. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was like this close to finishing. Like all I have to do is vocals on the record that I've been working on forever. Uh-huh. And right as I was like supposed to go in and do like the last couple sessions, that's when like this shelter in place shit started hitting in Michigan. Uh, uh, yeah, damn. damn. Were you going to like a studio? Yeah, yeah. My buddy Nick Diener has a studio in Michigan. Um, nice. Up in the middle of nowhere. I love it. I've been back and forth between him and another buddy. It's kind of been all over the place. Because like the band that I was in when you guys, when we hung out, that band is gone. Aww. And there was another band. That was, that was gone, and I just decided to just like spearhead my own project and just, you know, be the band leader in a sense, and just like recruit people to play the songs that I wrote because it wasn't working. Trying to find like a fully collaborative group. Yeah, but yeah. Once I did that, it's been smooth sailing. It's just a matter of you know, studio time's expensive, as you know, and. Yeah. Yeah, I've just so. been going in like two or three day increments when I can get the time off work and when I can get the extra money. And I've been doing that for the past year. Almost done, though. Almost you do that at your house. house. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I can do some of the stuff at my house, but I'm old and I feel like the clock is ticking. So I want to be, like, as smart as possible about promotion and things. I feel like using a, uh, a producer, going through a producer that, you know, has, like, a name established, like, within, especially the local Michigan scene. Oh, is, totally. You know what I mean? It's going to be just helpful. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. What about you it's guys also, though for the oh go ahead. I know it's it's I was gonna say that um also just like having a producer is really nice because then you're not focused on that. I know I, I spent the past year mixing our album and at a certain point you don't know when to stop. So um having someone yeah. else shoulder all of that, it's that's like that's that's worth it in itself. Um, yeah. I mean I I do most of the producing itself, but I don't know how to do sound engineering at all. 
and like I don't know how to mix properly. So it's like working with a producer, quote unquote, is more like working with a sound engineer who knows how to do all the technical stuff. Totally. And can help help me find someone to master it because he has the connections being a you know producer. But uh right. for you guys, the most recent album that you guys are working on was was that self-produced or were you guys working in a studio with somebody? We uh Dash. Yeah, we rec- we recorded drums and bass and a couple guitars uh, last February and April, and then I recorded all the vocals and the remaining guitars and every all the keys in this in this room that I'm in right now. Um, and it just took fucking forever, but uh, yeah. but yeah, we did, did everything did everything else in here. Um, it took a long long time. You say you do drums in there too? We didn't. We didn't track drums in here. We went to a studio, um, the same studio okay. we recorded our other stuff, uh, the barbershop studios with Gary Sioni. Um, and it was great. It was great. I wish. I wish we could have done the whole album uh, at the studio, uh, but I don't think our songs were one finished and two we didn't have the money <laughs> for it. So um, we decided to just shoulder it all ourselves. Yeah, I think like. A band from you know that's in the position that you guys are like you've you've done touring like you've probably played some pretty solid shows in your area you have like more of like a local following whereas so I think you can afford to kind of do it more of it yourself because you might not need the extra push of going through a producer if that makes sense whereas like yeah. me I've never released a record it it would make more sense for me to like wait it out and just have it attached to a producer just for the extra promotion, but you guys are fucking touring all the time. I feel like. Yeah. Kind of more established. I guess I've never really thought of recording with a producer as promotion, to be honest. I mean, if it depends, like if you find somebody who is, you know, really believes in what they're, what you're doing, they kind of vibe with the music that you're playing. I feel like they'll take a more active role in, in, saying like oh i was i produced this record if they're if they're proud of it you know what i mean like getting it out totally yeah it it could only help them if you know if they're wanting more business type thing right yeah okay i totally get what you're saying yeah especially if you're saying that's someone like in your community yeah yeah he's he's well known and uh it's cool because like he we went to high school together well we went to the same high school. He was a uh, fresh. He was a senior when I was in eighth grade. But like, he nice. was in this band that like made it out of Linden, which is like a white small town in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And he's in this band called the Swellers. And like, as soon as they graduated high school, they just started touring. They got signed by Fuel by Ramen eventually. Oh, and awesome! So like, we all looked up to the Swellers. You know, like us being kids, like skater kids who wanted to be in bands. So, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> to like be working with him now it's like really kind of surreal yeah that's awesome that's sick but so the drums that you did go and do to studio is that like a buddy of your guys's or uh he he recorded uh our previous two records triple nothing and loudest sound um he did all of that um and wait you know it's 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 a good drum sound it's it's a great studio it's a great room um he's, he knows how to how to operate that space and take advantage of the microphones and equipment um that it provides and so 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's he's definitely a good friend of ours now. He just recently left that studio and started his own studio in New Jersey um, called Sound Acres. Um, and uh, I helped build a little bit of it. And it's it's Sweet. a super great place in the middle of nowhere. It's um, really nice and isolated, but he has a lot of really great gear and pretty affordable rates. So, But um, most importantly, there's a lake. <laughs> there's a lake? Yeah, it's all on a lake. No, I, well, the, 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 old, the old studio, the old studio was on a lake. lake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I guess the new studio has a pool, so it's kind of like a mini lake. <laughs> it's a lake to me. Is it above ground or in ground? <laughs> it's in ground. Ooh. Okay, it's a lake. Yeah, it's a man-made lake. It's, it's, it's a small, a lake. small lake. <laughs> Someone call it a pond. A Lego lake. You might. You might call it that. So a big the, puddle. A pig puddle. An eight-foot oh. puddle. <laughs> you guys have... Like, I feel like you might need a lifeguard. You're getting into territory where that lake is too big to where, you know, you might legally need somebody to mm. hang out in a tight red bathing suit. I don't know which one in the band <laughs> <laughs> would be allocated towards that. But We'd probably hire someone. I think Bran would be the best lifeguard. <laughs> I think him in a red bathing suit... Yeah. As long as it's a onesie. It's yeah. <laughs> so this the most recent uh record, what's it called? Uh the last one we've released is uh is the loudest sound. Um the one I don't know if we can announce what the record oh, okay. is. Yeah, we have yeah. We, yeah, we have something done that's not out yet. Again, we're about to go through the throws of promotion and all of that before this all went down uh, um, okay. and lost all of our momentum. So, but that's yeah. definitely our latest thing. Yeah. So, is it a full length EP or? Yeah, it's a full it's length album. album. It's a whole Fuck. whole album. Hell yeah! Well, uh, I'll. I'll try to dance around the stuff that you probably can't answer, but I'm just curious, like thematically, do you, do you feel like this record, how do you feel like it compares to some of the old stuff in terms of like subject matter or just musical feel? Uh, I love it way more. Uh, I think, I think it's like, it's way more poppy and upbeat. Um, I think there's sections of the album where we each really sort of emphasize everyone's strengths in the album. So like we have some really great bass stuff, really great drum stuff, really great guitar stuff. Um, I have some production stuff that I do and it's, it's just like, I don't know. It feels, it feels more collaborative and just more fun. It's way more fun to play. Dope. Yeah, I was kind of that was going to be kind of my next question. I couldn't remember exactly what I asked what you guys had said when I had asked you last time about like what your songwriting process was, but I thought it was kind of like Dash would come up with ideas and things like that and then you guys would flesh them out. Have has the songwriting kind of process kind of stayed that or are you finding like other members of the band bringing ideas for songs or how does that as you know, how has your songwriting process evolved if it has at all? It hasn't. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it it hasn't, and that was um, 
that was definitely something that I, I did not like about the recording of this album um, because I sort of was, I ended up doing a lot of recording and um, I, I ended up doing a lot of stuff myself, but, and I just don't like that. I, I like, I like the songs when I get to jam with my boys um, yeah. more. And so like, <laughs> I know I'm already thinking about our next album and all I want to do is just flesh out the songs with these guys and just as opposed to going to the studio with a couple ideas, I don't have the songs completely done. I just want to, I just want to jam and figure out every single part um, yeah. before we go into a studio and um, explore some new ideas and uh, break new ground, try different, just try stuff that's what we've never tried before. Yeah. If, if you have the luxury of, of either having like a home studio space where you can do that for free, or you know, getting into a studio and luck being you know having the financial capability of really fleshing things out that way. Um, that's something I would definitely want to take advantage of myself. Honestly, like yeah. the record I'm making is so doing everything wrong. Basically, it's like <laughs> oh no, if you, it's like I recorded guitar first because like my drummer quit midway through after I'd already booked studio time, so like I had to quick record the guitar parts first. Then find a drummer, have record the drums at a different studio, send it all back, and then like I've been doing everything else, just yeah, completely all over. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Oh man, dude, it, it's working though. I mean, I've always been like this. Like, once the drums are there, it doesn't really matter what order I do the rest of the recording. Totally. Other than vocals last, because I just have it all in my head. I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it works, but you know, I definitely get some looks from the producer. Like, are you sure you want to do that next? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Trust me. Trust me. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's finally starting to come together. I mean, this, I feel like everyone's always come up with a new process, like just to get a record done. And everyone has their own limitations. Like sometimes the drummer just can't show up that day and you have to just keep moving forward because you already have studio time booked. And so um, that just happens. Yeah. Now, when's the last time you guys were able to play live? Uh, the f- the fire? Kentucky? No, the fire. no. Uh, that was a fire, wasn't it? It was we in Philly. A, we did a whole US tour in February, and then we actually ended up, our van broke down, I guess, three weeks in in Kansas uh, City. Yeah. And that was a whole fiasco. <laughs> That's but what I meant to say. We, we were able to play the last couple dates with our friends, um, Tiny Human and Lancaster in Philly, and I guess those were the last two days of February. <laughs> so you said you were out for about three weeks before that happened? Yeah, yeah, we made it out to California, then all the way back to Kansas City. And then I guess our parts of our transmission ended up falling. Off. The drive, the drive <laughs> shaft broke. <Yes. laughs> I guess that one part that I don't know what it does. <laughs> Dude, transmissions are the worst, though. I that. Whenever you hear like transmission failure, that's just like, oh fuck, dude. You that's, just know it's game over. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So how were you guys able? To, you had to like basically be stranded for a while while you was getting fixed. We we were yeah, we were stranded at a, at a house venue called Parker Two uh, <laughs> with with Grayson, who's the best best person you'll ever meet on the road. Um, but we stay we we're, we we're, we stayed at his place and i don't know kansas city i'm sorry grayson but kansas city is the most depressing city i think we've <laughs> ever been to 
It's literally, we were joking about it. How, oh wait, where Brand Anthony go? We're coming back. We're, we're coming, coming back. back. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I, I tried to get a picture of Grayson on my phone, but then it connected from the phone. Uh-oh. Uh, so took us um, but Grayson's super nice. Grayson's the best. But like, Anthony, how did you, how do you describe Kansas City? <laughs> I said I'm pretty sure that The Walking Dead is a docu series of Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been. I, I've never been there. I know they like football. And I don't know what else they really do there. Yeah, they had just won the Super Bowl like a week before we got there. Oh, right, right. So everyone's driving around <laughs> flags on their cars. What? They were. That's yeah, cute. you don't remember that? <laughs> I do not remember. Do you even remember being in Kansas City? I love Kansas City. I definitely remember being in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. We, 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 we found out that the van's transmission was shot, and so we sent Anthony to the casino with like 20 <laughs> bucks to try to win all the money to fix our van. <laughs> That's dope. How'd that, how'd that turn out? He lost well, a lot of money. I lost like 80 bucks instead. <laughs> oh, that's, it could be worse. It could, it could be, be worse. worse. The day before, I won like 30 bucks. So you like a net loss of 50? I don't really know how gambling math works. <laughs> oh, so yeah, of, your, of your guys' tour, you went out to California and I saw on like your social media that you guys were like on some sort of TV show. Yeah. Los Angeles. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, Bob Mack. Uh, <laughs> Rob Mack. Rob Mack. Yeah, yeah. My 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 dad has <laughs> my <laughs> my dad has my dad has a friend. My dad has a friend out in LA. His name's Rob Mack, uh, and uh, he has a program called. Oh my God, what's the name of the program called? Ever Ever Talk Live. <laughs> Ever Talk Live. <laughs> Not ever play, ever talk live, and um, he he had us on his program with uh, Gilda, Gilda Garcia, Garcia or whatever, um, and we just talked about music and our, our our writing process and inspiration and and just touring and sleeping in Walmart parking lots and. Um, so they're trying to rip off my podcast, basically. What you're saying? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's like a, it looked like it was almost like a morning talk show. Oh, Brian, you're popping again. Yeah. Am I fucked? Fuck. Yeah, it was it was a morning talk show. It was great. Yeah, we got there like eight. And yeah. everybody was dressed really nicely. And we had just woken up in like a Walmart. <laughs> in a Walmart. <laughs> All dirty and hadn't showered in days. <laughs> I saw Dash had like some varsity jacket on. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. we had, we had yeah. Um, track jackets. Yeah, looking fly. I will say you guys got some solid merch. I loved those uh, those winter hats you guys had. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah. Did you get yeah. one? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh shit! Dude, you saw them online. What the fuck? We'll we send don't. One. We don't <laughs> have an. On- well, we got to make more, but we don't have an online store. We've been struggling at that. Um, <laughs> But that's what the quarantine is for, to catch up on everything we've uh, been neglecting. Yeah. <laughs> Just laughs. I feel like I've seen some bands that have like uh, online stores. Like if one band, uh, Anti-Ghost, they're from like the Detroit area. Yeah, yeah, we know. Oh, yeah. yeah, so like they have um, their online stores basically. They, I think you just upload your design and then 
people can order like whatever color they want, like whatever style they want. I don't know how it Whoa. works. If you look oh, at that's awesome. website, that's, cool. that's kind of what it is. But that's on their like personal thing. Yeah, I think it's you know they have a website. I don't know if it's just antighost.com or what, but like you can check out their merch, and that's pretty helpful. I think that's so awesome. Instead of having to order in bulk, like which I'm sure they do for their shows, but like you can also just customize what you want. And they'll just send you something. I don't know how it works. Damn. I love custom stuff like that. Yeah. So do you, you guys ever, have oh go ahead. Did you ever do like custom customized shoes on like Google where you could like make your own like Nikes or something? What? I, I do I've done that a million times on Vans. Yes. On the Vans website. Yeah. I so as far as Nikes go though, like if I'm a big fan of Jordan ones. Like if there's but there's so many colorways that I like I don't even really even need to design one because I'd probably be like <laughs> yeah. an extra like fifty to a hundred dollars. I'm like I can just find the colors that I want anyways. Totally real. But um so yeah, full length album. Did you guys have to like cancel any anything in the future or we well, were sad. Justin? Justin? I mean, we're supposed to start the tour next week down to Florida and back. That obviously got canceled. Um, yeah. yeah, just all our plans. We had a few things. That was the only one that we actually like flat out canceled that was booked. Um, everything else was just like kind of getting planned out. But yeah, and the last week of tour. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that, Brian. So did, did you see the the headline that? said that health experts say that uh, live concerts won't begin until fall 2021. Fall 2021? 2021. Yeah. What the fuck? That's that's Damn, I didn't that, see that either. That's the Where headline that that's floating around. Uh, that was like, only like one, it was like one, it said like one health expert said that? Yeah, from the University of Pennsylvania. Now, so I mean, we'll see. Know? It's just we'll one see. person's prediction. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how credible Just that is, long. but it, but the logic makes sense because it, it it takes twelve to eighteen months to develop that vaccine. You know they're not going to have live concerts before that vaccine's out there. So um, yeah, this that's is the news that's floating around. Yeah, but like I was talking to my buddy about this, and this could either be you know intelligent or show a fundamental misunderstanding of just how science works in general. But like I was like, if you already have corona. And you beat it, and you got the antibodies. Can you just go out into the world? Like, are you invincible from that shit? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I don't know. I almost hope that I've already had it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh yeah. So we sale. definitely all hope that. <laughs> we got re- us and like everybody in our house got like really sick in January for like a week. Well, our roommate came from Asia, like right oh. when that was happening. <laughs> Yeah, you guys all got the crown, dude. <laughs> yeah, good. right. <laughs> I, if I'm good, I'm, I'm stoked about it. <laughs> yeah, I think my roommate told me yesterday, he's like, yep, I, I think I got the crown. I'm like, well, wash your hands. He's like, well, if I got it, you're getting it, dude. I'm like, we're not going to make out. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get it, dude. <laughs> you guys, Are you guys in Philly proper, like in the urban... Yeah. What's it been like there? Have you, have you been leaving at all? Like, have you guys walked down the street in the city at all, or you guys been pretty much just indoors? Uh, 
I've been out a lot, honestly. I have a couple dogs in my house, and, like, we go for walks. Um, honestly, like, the river trails and stuff have been packed. I've been, like, trying to drive out of the city to go to parks, and they've all been packed. Yeah. Um, at least down in South Philly, everyone's still, like, hanging out on their sidewalks and stuff. <laughs> like, somebody had their TV outside and was, like, playing 2K outside on the sidewalk. Like, <laughs> That's like, awesome. It's crazy. Yeah, on the sidewalk. Like, on a big screen? Yeah. That's like amazing. They, they just put a fold out table and two fold out chairs and plop the TV right there. I was like, damn, this is wild. <laughs> Speaking of like entertainment, you know, I mean, that's a loose segue, but what do you guys do, when you're, especially when you're on a long ass tour, like, you know, you're uh, doing a US tour that could potentially take three or four weeks unless it gets canceled. Uh, like, what do you guys do <laughs> to just kill time on drives, things like that? Roll dice. Roll dice. <laughs> we gamble <laughs> yeah. a lot. <laughs> they just legalized sports gambling in Michigan. Oh, All right, that's cool. awesome. On my way. About to be hitting that up, dude. But do you guys like? Do you have like a rotation for like who drives, who sleeps, and things like that? I would imagine. Yeah, pretty much. We do a lot of night driving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of a lot of our driving is during at night, so it's like two people will stay up. For forty-eight hours straight, uh, <laughs> and the other two people will get to sleep for a normal amount of time, and then we get to a city and we just like explore and like go to parks or museums if they're free. And so, like that—that's how we spend our time during the day. At night, we're just trying to stay. Either we're either staying awake or trying to trying to sleep. So, yeah, not, not the healthiest system, but it's not. We all get sick at the end. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like it's almost an inevitability. I feel, especially like three, four weeks long in a van, like you're someone's yeah. gonna get something, you know. Do you guys try to stay in the hotels, or do you just try to like make DIY contacts, like stay at people's houses and things like that? We we try to stay at people's houses when it's uh, available and when it's a possibility, but. There's definitely some nights where we don't know anyone or a show has fallen through. We have no contacts. We're out in the middle of California. We don't know anyone. And then, yeah, we got to stay at a Motel 6 or something. And um, <laughs> Have you ever had any uh, situations where like you had, had it arranged to stay somewhere, but then like you got there and you had to, it was kind of sketchy and you had to like think of an excuse why you had to leave? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that's oddly specific, but I just had a story like that. So I was just curious. Wait, what was your story like that? Uh, so it it wasn't exactly about staying the night, but the band uh, Nice that the episode that just came out today said they yeah. were. I can't remember, can't remember where it was, but they were just in this house, and the people there were just like just super creepy. It, it was just sketchy, getting the weirdest vibes <laughs> from them. I you just have to listen to the episode because I don't remember all the details. But I, all I remember was thinking if if I was in that position, I would have got the fuck out. I probably wouldn't have even played the show because it, it was just like some really weird shit. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, we don't we don't have to like name drop any places, but no, no, yeah. there's definitely been some weird experiences. We've definitely but, met like weird. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Anthony. Oh no, I was just trying to think of a story. You go. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, with there's um, 
we've probably met more like creepy people at shows more than like houses to stay. We've definitely ditched houses that were like just downright disgusting. And like, I'm not sure how anything could live in it. Like we've definitely left those houses. Um, I don't, We've had like vampires try to eat us, but like we weren't <laughs> sleeping at their house. We were just supposed to like stop by and smoke weed with them. Um, Known vampires? I mean, I know. We 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 met them. They like helped us book the show. Then like their friends told us to come over. Then the kid who like booked the show didn't show up. And then it's a whole thing. They definitely were vampires. There's like a <laughs> but in reality. They were all mess. <laughs> yeah. definitely vampires so Um, on this most recent tour what was like unless you guys had another uh, story that that I hope I didn't cut you off that you had more weird stories okay yeah so on this most recent tour I've been kind of curious asking bands like what was one of the coolest things that wasn't music related that happened Mm -hmm. or that you saw yeah definitely Yosemite excuse me Yosemite was cool. Um, I think just California in general was just awesome. I mean, swimming in the Pacific Ocean for the first time and nice. uh, driving around Hollywood and being on TV and then just going out, yeah, to Yosemite and uh, seeing all the mountains. I think California is really something special. Yeah, I was going to say Antelope Island, I thought was sick. <laughs> oh yeah! yeah. Uh, Every direction. Antelope Island. Oh, okay. It's it's, like it's an, an island, island in the middle of, the, of of the Great Salt Lake. Um, and we just climbed a mountain, and <laughs> it was awesome. It was Every awesome. direction he looked was just mountains. There's yeah, yeah. Well, just snow-capped mountains. It's awesome. <laughs> That's yeah, so just... dope. <laughs> Did you guys um? You said you went through Hollywood. What, what was your impression of Hollywood and like just Los Angeles in general compared to like other like East Coast cities? Uh, it's honestly amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's unbelievable for sure. I mean, wicked expensive, but oh my God, it's just like the weather's gorgeous. The buildings are gorgeous. Just the landscape is, is gorgeous. You, you, I don't know of another city where you can like be at the beach, turn around and see the city and then turn around in another direction, see like a bunch of mountains. Like, it's just like, it's a perfect little area. Yeah. Yeah. I'm extremely jealous of people who live basically there. Um, like Boulder, Denver, Colorado, I think would be amazing. Just be able yeah. to like, see mountains. Did you guys go through Colorado at all? Uh-huh. Yeah, we went. <laughs> we, we played sweet. in Denver on this last tour. It was, it was definitely cool. Anthony drove through like crazy like snowstorm in the mountains. Oh, that reminds me. Dash owes me a bottle of gin. <laughs> I know. I'm, wait- I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the liquor stores to open again. <laughs> uh, I think online. Yeah, I think it's online. Is it open? <laughs> liquor stores are closed. Online? Yeah, yeah I get my head. In, Pen- in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's a bummer. Like all the liquor stores are open here. I guess they've been deemed essential. Yeah, That's be nice. They are. All the beer stores are open, but no liquor store. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Oh uh, yeah, I had to drive through a blizzard on the top of a mountain. And it was ter- terrible. <laughs> That'll put some hair on your chest though, dude. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> we think My that's buddies- what killed the van. 
Yeah, we're going up to like 10,000 feet or something. Van just couldn't handle it. Didn't take it. Was it the same van that you guys had uh, last year when you came out to the show in Ann Arbor? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That thing was dope. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are like the first touring band in the like the DIY scene, quote unquote, that I saw, uh, just like roll up on a house, and I was just like, oh, "I'm so <laughs> jealous, dude!" <laughs> it just looks like so much fun. But my van fund is growing, though. The van is coming to my life very, very soon. Nice, that's nice. amazing. Yeah, I can't not have a van anymore. It's a game changer. For it's sure. it's. <laughs> It was like my it was my favorite purchase of 2019. It was like it's just the best to have a van for just touring and like going out and traveling the country. So when you guys play local shows, do you still like meet up and get the vans full of stuff or do you kind of just like meet at the venue separately? I feel like I'd be all about the van always. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely feel you on that. We we typically drive separately. It's just parking is a pain with that van. Um, it's just way easier for us to drive separately in smaller cars. I gotcha. So I'll get into like some serious music questions too, because I have to like legitimize the podcast in some way. <laughs> um, but I am I am curious. Like, so you said that you know the songs on this this new record are kind of like more upbeat. That you know you're happier with them than you were maybe with previous stuff. Not that you're not happy with previous stuff, but you're really excited about this. Do you feel like the lyrical subject matter has evolved at all to like fit the sound? Or do you feel like you're writing about different things than you were before? Um, I, I, I think the subject matter of the song, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like the subject matter is always, evolving and i and i think that's um a reflection on what i'm going through in my life um but there are songs that i that that i've written the lyrics to where it's it's not really about me at all we have a song called um my winner which is just sort of about supporting your friends um when they're not feeling too good and it's it's I guess in that regard, that's those lyrics are more based around a pop centric feel good kind of meaning. Um, so in that regard, yeah, I, I think some of our lyrics have sort of morphed into that, into that more poppy do- domain, but we definitely still have other songs where, um, where it's still sort of the introspection that we've seen, <laughs> we've seen, that I've written about in, in previous songs. <laughs> He's like teaching a class about past life. <laughs> um, but there's also like one of the things that I, uh, <laughs> one, of, one of the things that uh, I, I tried with this album was writing a couple songs that really tell an entire story. Um, and so the, the song, the story about the vampires uh, we actually have an entire song that's about that experience. And, um, and it's just, it sort of tells the story beginning to end. And uh, it's really cool to write a song that has just like one narrative going straight through. Yeah, I could see that. 
I I struggle sometimes to like write about anything that's not directly me. And part of that is like I want the people in my band to, you know, not that they're going to write the lyrics necessarily, but I want them to kind of feel at least comfortable with what I'm singing about. Like if if someone in my band didn't like just straight up did not like the lyrics I was writing and singing, I feel like that would be just like an odd it would, it would take a lot away from me. So like Within yeah. the band, do you guys like run lyrics by each other? Is that something like is ever discussed, or do you guys just kind of have the trust in that Dash is going to put out something that you guys all can like get into? Yeah, I mean, when whenever I'm whenever I'm stuck on a lyric, I always go to Brandon. I'm like, "Yo, Brandon, what's the next line here?" And then he just fucking whips it out, and it's just like <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's 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 definitely a a back and forth um, about that. And yeah, I, I definitely go to Brandon a couple of times um, to sort of hash out the remainder of the song. I'll get it. 90% and then he'll just magically whip out the last 10% and it's just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you pointed it out. Uh, <laughs> it does make sense. It does make sense. <laughs> uh, I wish yeah. people could see the video right now. We're all just whipping it out. Um <laughs> No, that's a katana, like uh, like the sword. Yeah. Do you guys have swords? Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, right yeah, I have two downstairs. Fuck yeah! You ever use one of them? <laughs> you guys like fight? Like a gentlemanly fight, not like a real fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just like put in the in the episode description like katanas. I'm just gonna say we talked about katanas. For <laughs> I'm curious. Oh, go ahead. What is that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not up to date on like the like weaponry <laughs> things like that. I just flaunt my axe. But um, so I'm curious too about like this in terms of like songwriting and you know putting an album together. Are you guys the type to where you have a ton of songs that you have to try and narrow down, or are you just like? Because for me, I have like zero B sides. I just find the song that I want to write, and I just put all my effort into making that good. And some bands will, you know, create a bunch of ideas, you know, flush them out a little bit, and then to kind of narrow it down to the few that they actually want to use. Like I'm kind of. What do you guys sort of do? Um, I think for this this album, we cut two songs. Um, but I wish our album was longer. It's it's we uh, the dealer, and there's that piano one that I wrote that uh, didn't really fit. Um, no, the piano one. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was, that was our cover, you know, man. Um, We've never so, really had B-sides, though. Yeah, we, we try to find ways to um, rework anything that's not working. Um, we I know for the album, we went through, like, two or three different versions of of one song called shadows. Um, and I don't even know if this is the best one, but it's the one we ended up with. And I think it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, no, no, no B sides. Yeah. I think there's like something to, if you do have extra songs, you know, it, it can be, if, if you really like them, it's not that you want to cut them completely, but like, you know, say you release a full length and you leave a couple of songs off that you still like, you know, that's just kind of, you have those in your back pocket if you ever feel like you want to release something, but you haven't been recording a new album sort of thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, It totally. can be nice to kind of have that type of thing in, um, in your quiver, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> in your queue. Ah, oh, see, I hate that word, dude. There's too many U's. Q-U-E-U-E. I don't know. No. I've always hated that word, dude. This podcast is not going to turn into a, a podcast about the word Q. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it, dude. Um, so I uh, did a podcast recently where one of the members of the band that I was talking to asked like this question, and I thought it was really interesting. And it doesn't necessarily have to be these two bands, but he was asking, like, who do you think is more influential between like Nirvana and Pink Floyd? And I don't know if you guys are fans of, of either one, but like it kind of sparked a debate. And I was trying to think, you know, I I thought Pink Floyd musically, Nirvana culturally. I don't know if that's like your guys' lane, but like if what would be like your thoughts, something like that? I mean, definitely in DIY, I see Nirvana as being much more influential than Pink Floyd and Justin. I don't know, in music the last like 20 years, honestly. Everything's just more rock, more... I mean, Nirvana had pop songs for... Like, it's crazy, the shit they were doing. But, like, they still made it heavy and stuff. And, like, a lot of kids still kind of just follow that. I love Pink Floyd. I love both these bands. But, like, Pink Floyd, not many people are, like, making that type of stuff. Or, like, it's not catching on as much. At least in my eyes. I don't know. No, that's kind of... That's kind of the argument that was made. That's kind of the consensus we came to was, like... If you look at all the cultural implications of, you know, the grunge movement and it kind of lowered the entry fee to like who can be a musician, like, you know, it That's very true. simple, you know, just like a lot of power chords and it's raw mm. emotion where I felt like Pink Floyd might have pushed the envelope more musically. But I'm just on you know, on the subject of, you know, influential or most influential bands, I guess. What would be, I guess, some of the most like formative influences for for you guys, like bands that made you want to be a musician type stuff? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That's that's so funny because for for me it was my for me it was literally Nirvana, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Nirv- I didn't realize that would be the perfect question. Yeah. <laughs> uh Nirvana was Nirvana was like the first band that I got into and maybe want to play music, but uh definitely like Radiohead and the Strokes also. Yeah. 
So the strokes for me, like I, you'll have to recommend me like a good album because I, I know the one with someday on it, you know, that's the, the one song that everybody fucking knows by the strokes. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a to get into it. I'm a huge fan of, uh, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of first impressions of earth. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think that album just absolutely rips. Um, but, uh, oh, what's the album with Reptilia on it? Um, I forget what that album's called. Um, but a song called Reptilia? Yeah. Uh, that album. You know the song. Okay. It's that, that album is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that song. Yeah. That, uh, that album's flawless, also. Is <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of Mark Zuckerberg, my friend pointed out that like there's a lot of pop, pop culture references in um, like emo band names or like emo song titles and stuff, and that it's people do that so that when people Google the pop culture thing, like their band will come up instead, and I think that's whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's so it, not only is it impractical it's just it's just whack all around <laughs> do you guys speaking of, like if that being a trend speaking of trends do you guys notice any sort of trends because like, I think I think I see a lot of bands coming out with like similar names and like they do similar things like add letters where they don't need to add letters type things and I I just don't know how I feel about it, honestly. <laughs> like, F- Dogleg is a... They're clearly, they're, like, the ones that you know, but, like, after Dogleg started, like, pick up a little bit, I see so many bands with dog in the title. Yeah, that's true. For instance. Well, there, or, well, there are always... There are those bands that all had, like, sports references in them, like, Modern yeah. Baseball, Soccer Mommy, even Sports. Uh, remember Sports. Yeah. Tennis, American, American football, football, like. <laughs> football etc. Two point conversion. Oh, they're coming on the podcast. Oh I'm hell yeah! That. Yeah, I think later this week I'm talking to them. Damn, that's what's up. Yeah, all these nice. bands, I, I have no idea who they are, but. Okay. Sure. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with you. I think it's like more being like a part of meme culture more than anything. It's like 
those are also the kids who make you know all that stuff on twitter and those memes and whatnot it's like it's it's just like another gimmick i i totally agree with you but like i don't necessarily hate it it's just there's a lot of it happening Well, thank you. Yeah. Oh, nice. We got right, a leak behind the record. <laughs> I'm going to send you the whole album. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yo, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're currently looking for a label home. Um, it's just a process at the moment and kind of, again, got slowed down by the whole COVID-19 deal. It's Everything's just, you know, like backed up and not necessarily on pause, but it's like, it, it's just hard when no one's really having any source of income within money, uh, with, within music at the moment. It's It's bizarre. <laughs> no source of income in your money. Damn it. Yeah, it's <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> Is that when we're getting it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get a van. <laughs> Get a van. Well, that's so nice. That's sick. <laughs> ah, fuck it. Worth it. Sad. I I think for this record we're going to um try to shoot for a bunch of different designs. Um I I I and I, I don't know. I 
that's all I that's all I can say about that. I mean, we haven't really thought about merch too much for this record yet. Um, but I think we're just going to try for a bunch of different things and throw it all out, I guess, on the Internet because we're not playing shows um, and just see what people buy. I mean, we tried hats this year and they were they were a hit. Um, and so, you know, we're going to try more hats and maybe a couple different designs and just experiment. For shirts, we have a we have someone local who prints them. Um, I think uh, Ace Justin. What's what's his name? I feel terrible. I totally forget. <laughs> Ace. <laughs> oh my god! It's a uh, it's Ace Face Printing. <laughs> Ace, Ace Face Printing, uh, he's down in South Philly. Uh, he does a great job. He's pretty cheap, and he gets it done really quickly. So um, we just we like working with him. We like working with people local. I know we did business cards uh, a little while back, and we did that with Fireball Printing, which is based out of uh, Philadelphia. Um, I wanted to do stickers locally, but I, hadn't, I still haven't found a good supplier. Um, you know, just trying to support locally when we can, but sometimes we just can't. You printing? Okay. Cool. What? I really respect anyone. Honestly, video game development is an incredible art form. I mean, that's you're combining music and graphics and motion and um, people playing and creating these storylines. I mean, it's just I think that's a really intense form of art. that or any like any video work or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Oh, yeah. Still gorgeous. Yeah, my roommate's playing the new uh, Zelda game on the Switch. And I mean, it's just, it's one of the most gorgeous games I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, it's it's incredible. Um, and so that's just got me really thinking about that. Was, <laughs> that just got me thinking about uh, video games as a form of art. It's great. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm I think I'm most creative at like nine PM. I don't know, just something about like after dinner and you're just like there's nothing else to do in my day. I'm just gonna play music and then like a lot of stuff comes out. Um and that's 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 what I I think I write the most on.
You're a vessel. Sometimes it's sometimes it's super easy and just it just comes out. Other times it's like I can't figure out what this next part is supposed to be and you just sort of set it aside until it just until it comes to you again. <laughs> yeah. Grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> Mechanic. Yeah, the driver is like, just get low. <laughs> that's awesome Oh yeah, we played a <laughs> we we played a really cool show uh, on this last tour up in in Utah, north of Salt Lake City. I think the town was called Logan. Um, and it was this really cool venue called Y Sound, and um, the whole place was packed. I mean, I don't how many people do you think were at that show that night? I mean, it's just like so many kids. <laughs> No, it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a great size venue and like just packed with kids who just like immediately started dancing to our music. Like these are songs no one's ever heard. And by, 
halfway through the first song, they're all jumping like crazy. And it was, that was, that's, those are the best shows. It was so much fun. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like those experiences have been really weird too. Like on going out on tour, like we went all the way out to when we're in LA, there was a bunch of people who came out to our show who was just like, yeah, we've been past life fans for years and we can't, we're so happy you finally made it out here. And it's like, how the hell do you know us? Like how, how, have how have our songs gone all the way to the other side of the country? And so like those, those moments have been really cool. Um, Finishing the album was really cool. That was that was that was cool to hear it all in, in one sort of go, and um, just knowing that that's done uh, is a good feeling. I can't wait to send it to you. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we might as well add three more songs, but. Uh. Nah, just ha- hanging with my boys, doing the music thing. I mean, yeah, just going out to California and back was pretty much my highlight with them. Like, it's just seeing new places and playing new spots. It's what's up? Yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love making Anthony anxious and going through you know random border patrols in the middle of Texas and stuff with a whole bunch of weed and everything. It's very. <laughs> Right, rocks would be sick. Um, Rare Rocks is cool. Um, I don't know. I just want to, I would love to play like a really big festival. Um, like we haven't, we haven't done any festivals uh, besides Cornchella. And, um, <laughs> and uh, like, I, I, I just want to, I'd love to have that experience of just like a sea of people in front of us and just sort of understand what that feels like. I bet it's super cool. I don't, yeah, just one big five.
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's Wayne Coins a gem. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Uh everyone can follow Oh yeah, totally. In fall twenty twenty one. Until then, you can follow us. Everyone can follow us at Past Life PHL. That's our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, Zanga, um, and Discord. Now, um, uh, I don't know when we're gonna come out with our album because everything sort of. Uh, up in the air, but hopefully we'll be out sometime later this fall. We'd love to. Sh- we can't wait to share it with people. Um, yeah, it's coming out for Brian tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>